The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Someone gave the 680 interns a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. Not sure who taught them to use the equipment, but sure, why not? It's time for the Grind Hour. Get a peek behind the scenes here at the fan from the young aspiring broadcasters who are spying on everything. I mean, what are we going to do? Fire them? It's fun. Look at the fun we're having. Now, let's grind it out. Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. It's the Grind Hour. Welcome back to the Grind Hour. It's a different host today. I am Matthew Sanchez as Sean is out of the office. Today we got Killa Cam next to me. How you doing, Cam? Fantabulous as usual, my man. And the Canadian Andrew is back. He was out for a week. Glad to have him back. And the American producer Jay. Whoa. That's him. Swamp Dunk. <laughs> is here today. We got a full list of topics to go on. I'm sure we'll get into some hockey with Andrew being back. We got Cam's music segment, another lock of the day, even though none of them have been locks the past two days. As I called from before. You're right. And we went to Hooters. We got some summary of the Braves. We went to Hooters. <laughs> the Braves, basketball, MLB, different things going on around here. What we did on the 4th, 680, intern life, and our favorite athletes of all time. Top That's five good. favorite. Yes, it's I'm excited for that one uh, to get where to see where we're all like. I'm sure Andrews is all going to be hockey. No, I have two hockey players, okay. and the other are three from different sports. Only two. I was expecting at least mm-hmm. three. I got a good list going, but to start off, what'd you guys do this weekend? I can go first because mine's going to be the longest. So yeah, I took tell us off about your Canadian trip. Well, Edmonton. firstly, I don't know where Sean thought I was going to Edmonton. I've told him, as you guys have heard on the last podcast, that I don't really like Edmonton. It's not that it's a bad city. It's just not some someplace I'd like to live. Sounds good to me. I don't know. Sean makes it seem like it's a place to be. I don't know, man. But So I had a family reunion. Most of my family is in Texas. So we so I went out there with my family and became a dege- degenerate for three to four days. Became a degenerate or you were already a degenerate Already just came out? Well, no. So I already was one, but I never drinking in front of family before. Never? Never. That is really surprising. Yeah, like I've had, I've, had, <laughs> I've had a beer from my dad, but I haven't ever had more than one. So it's always been just one. So oh, I see. So you've drinking in front of them. You've just never been drunk in front yeah, of them. Yeah. Uh, that's what he's trying to get at. Yes. Uh, so every night, my cousin Maddie, and he, she just got married to her husband, Tomas. Not Thomas. It's Tomas. It's a little weird. How's it spelled? T-O-M-A-S. T-O-A-M. Tomas the train. Yeah, Tomas the train. Really nice guy. But either way, so afterwards, we had our whole like morning stuff and we'd leave for a while we'd come back but before dinner we'd go to her place and we would just drink and i'd go to dinner every night at least hell yeah like a little little bit drunk and i did that every single night and then the last night i was there i got hammered at a bar in Manera, texas which is about an hour outside of san antonio and it was really fun but i had a nice hour and a half drive back to the san antonio airport and then the flight back and i was dying the entire way it was terrible hungover Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I came back and I threw up. 
at 2 a.m. I have a question. Were you drinking this weekend for the 4th of July or for Canada Day, which I believe was Friday? Yeah, Friday, I believe as well. So for Canada Day, I mean, I texted some of my buddies that still live up there and just kind of recapped of my life there. But I wasn't necessarily celebrating it too much down in the States, especially in Texas, where <laughs> it's just the U.S. Like America. It's, it's America. Yeah, it's America in Texas. Oh. So. It was a little, it didn't celebrate Canada Day too much. It was more 4th of July, but didn't celebrate much, too much to begin with. Matthew just yelped out a burp there. No, I didn't. What are you talking about? I didn't hear it. So it was really fun. I came back, and then the day I came back, the 4th of July, I couldn't drink anymore because my body was recovering from the weekend. And so I didn't pull a sales guy, Dylan, who... That's a Canadian move right there. To not drink on 4th of July? Sorry, man. My body was That done. is incredibly Canadian of you. I'm sorry. Yeah, how dare you do that, eh? Well, Dylan, Dylan's coming in hammered. <laughs> hey, listen. That, that, that was a very incriminating thing to say right there. He's not hammered. He's hungover. Okay, that's acceptable. As he should. Yeah. It's the 5th of July. Yeah, It's we... the 5th of July. So on the previous podcast, which I did listen to everyone that's listened to the previous one, that was like, oh, he's got to listen to it. I did listen to it. This morning. Yes, but that's still listening to it. To be fair, he didn't know it was posted till this morning till I told him. Yeah, because we usually don't post it till Mondays, and we had 4th of July off, so I thought we'd be posting it Tuesday. Yeah, we were on our P's and Q's It Friday. was a holiday special, you know. Yeah. If we didn't get that episode out before the 4th of July, it would have been for nothing. It would have well, been a travesty. See, I didn't know that. was that. a great episode, too. Oh, Either way, I listened to it. Uh, yesterday, I went go-karting, and up in racetrack, I don't know, it was fun. Went go-karting yesterday. We I saw a drift event as well. So that was what I did for my 4th of July. Came back, ate some food, and went to bed. All right. What about you, Cam? Man, I went over to E.E. E. Robinson Park in Sugar Hill. I think I actually mentioned this on Friday's episode. Went up there, watched some fireworks with the fam and some friends. Had a good time. Didn't overindulge on the alcohol. Did it not rain on you? No, it actually didn't. So... It, the rain held off until literally right after the fireworks ended. It was like, and they ended about like ten ten. And as soon as we started walking to the car, it started raining. Not pouring, but raining. And I was like, oh, wow. Really good timing. God was on our side today, I guess. But, yeah, we just did that on Saturday. Or, sorry, Sunday. Monday went up. I was actually helping out my key at the Mel Mushroom. That's kind of on the corner of... It's right up the hill on Suicide. They yeah, call it it's, Suicide it's right Hill. right where I am, which is... I'm sorry for not being there. We talked about this already. Oh, man. It, it, not, it was literally... We, we didn't really need anybody else there. Me and Mikey were helping out, passing out waters, T-shirts at the Petrie Road Race. You know, it was the 52nd annual, I believe. I couldn't believe... I didn't realize how long the Petrie Road Race has been going on. I also didn't realize it was the biggest 10K... In like the world, it's Did crazy. Y'all know that? I ran it twice. It's a celebration. Oh people yeah, people are just partying. One year, I ran it and painted my face with the American flag. That's American. Well, of people you. were just asking for booze where you were. Yeah, no, they're trying to get drunk on the run. I guess Mike's section, like whenever he's up at Mellow Mushroom, almost every year they give out beer and pizza. Mellow Mushroom hooks everybody up while they're running, and we didn't have any this year. A lot of disappointed people. I had to say at least fifty to sixty people asked us, "Where's our beer?" And I was like. I don't know, probably where my beer is, non-existent. Well, it's also like 8 a.m. and these people... Well, I know a lot of people... It's the 4th of July. I know a lot of people that run it just for beer after, free beer. You get I was after. talking to Hoyt, and he told me that he did something where he drank a beer, a tall boy, or n- not just drank, actually, he chugged it every single mile. It's a beer mile. It's and a beer smoked, mile, yeah. And smoked a cigarette. 
That's such After a hoit thing to That's do. American During as the hell. Extremely hoit of him. Yes. He Why is Hoyt my it's idol? On, I'm pretty sure it's on the 680 YouTube channel. We need to get Hoyt in here. Yes. That if we is got Hoyt in here, is on vacation off. right now. We would be taken oh, off air. You know, that so is quickly. something we've all been discussing, and we've only had some. We had Los come in unexpectedly on episode four. We needed some more guest stars up in here, especially just with all the talent that we have in the just in this building on a given day. There should be no excuse for us not have at least a couple more guests. I might have to shoot him a text here in a minute. He's right down the hall right now. I thought he said he was on vacation. No, 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 no. Hoyt. Hoyt's on vacation. Los yeah. is Los is right down the hall, though. Los. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Los will come in here and start I'm talking like, about AIDS again, which was <laughs> really fun. Open up the open up that portal. I talked one more to time. so I talked to our boss today about that. I was like, yeah, it was really weird. One of the episodes, uh, Lo- Lois is his name. Los. Carlos. Carlos, Carlos Los. Sorry. Carlos Medina. Carlos. I was talking to my boss about it, like, yeah, Carlos came in and he just started talking about AIDS. I was like. I don't know what to do. <laughs> None of us knew what to do. I I couldn't do anything but laugh. I was uh, dying was laughing. He took my seat, so I was on the couch just witnessing the whole thing. Yeah. But anybody who was listening that ran the Peachy Road Rage probably caught me handing you or throwing you a water here and there. Hope I kept you guys hydrated. Matthew, what what you have going on? This weekend, me and some of my high school buddies that I don't see often went up to Lake Oconee in Milledgeville where I go to school. Uh, the beers were flowing. The Millers were flowing. That was a nice uh you had there. It by was the a way. great time. Heinz. We hit the lake Sunday, I believe. Yeah, Sunday we were on the lake on the water all day. We didn't even take the boat out. We have a little John boat. One of my buddies that lives there. What's a John boat? A bigger kayak, almost like canoe kind of thing, and we put a motor on it. Oh, so it's kind of like a little dinghy. Yeah, it's like a fishing boat almost. Yeah, it's we use it for beer during parties. Whoa. Beer nice in there. <laughs> Wait, you drink beer? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Were you in another boat and the John boat was The John boat was towing two huge floats. That's sick. So there was like 15 of us on two floats, and my buddy's just driving the John boat, and then we anchor out in the middle of the lake. That's awesome. Until the cooler's empty. Then you go. Did you have, like, did you, like, go, like, what did you do? Were you just on the boat drink, or did you, like, yeah, we just sat on the float? No. We didn't swim. We took the boat out of the water. It's so packed on July 4th weekend. Oh, yeah. We just sat on floats in the middle of the. You got Lake Lanier, where, you know, Sean talks about Lake Lanier being haunted. I mean, July 4th is the most dangerous time of the year to be on that lake. That place is scary. Uh, Any given day. Memorial Day was insane, too, on the lake. To be on that lake. Yeah, but there's, like, I don't know why we always talk about death on this podcast. But you started it. I did start it, but yeah. So wait, every people. <laughs> every Throwback year, every year, someone dies on the Fourth of July. No, no murder. murder. <laughs> uh, Jay's having too much fun yeah, back Jay, there. Jay, if you guys couldn't hear it already, Jay figured out how to put in the sound bits, so you're gonna hear those throughout the show, and we're gonna have a hell of a he's time. A, with he's those. a kid in a producer. Jay right is now. upgraded back here now, man. I can I can do so many things. Producer, Producer American J. J, what did you do this weekend? Yeah, I uh, probably had a little bit too much fun. Uh, you know, you you come out of the gate going into Fourth of July weekend with so much ambition, and you're so excited for the weekend, and sometimes that lends to uh, you know exerting yourself a little too early on. So I probably had a little bit too much fun on Friday night. Was feeling wasn't feeling my best on Saturday, Felt but. That. You know, it's Fourth of July weekend, so Friday what are you night do? you gotta have a great time. 
Friday night at 1046, we get a text from Jay in the intern's group message. <laughs> Miller River is, in all caps, flowing. Yep. I expected nothing less from you, Jay. Yep. I'm proud you yep. drink Miller's because that's my favorite cheap drink. It is. I'm not a big Miller person. See, so Miller. here's the thing is if you're going in that range of beer that's, you know, Bud Light, Michelob Ultra, Miller, that Coors. level. Coors, sure. You can, yeah, Coors is in that same thing. Then Miller is, in my opinion, by far the best beer. Has the most flavor. If you're gonna go bottom, bottom barrel, I'm talking, you know, twenty bucks for a thirty-six rack. It's Bush Light, and nobody mm-hmm. can tell me otherwise. Have you ever had a Bush Apple? I have had Bush Apple. That is actually I like their new cans. Yeah, new. They got new cans. No, no, so they're not. They're not new cans. It's their old cans, but they look sophisticated. It looks like you're drinking a m- mediocre beer instead of a Bush Light. So. Wait, whoa, 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 I'm, whoa, I'm whoa, confused whoa, whoa, whoa. here. Hold on. So when Hang you're, on. you're you saying just it's an upgrade, like the mediocre being mediocre is an upgrade from what Bush Light is typically? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not- Whoa, whoa, I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Bush Light. You don't say nothing about Bush Light, It's all right? mediocre. Bush Light is it's what not it a good is, beer. It's but a it's cheap beer that's going to get you drunk. Will, exactly. If I- You don't drink it for the taste. If you drink I it for- take you to Walmart and I get you a shirt, you know, and that shirt- Holds up for three, four years. You wear it like every once in a while. You're gonna say, "All right, that was a good use of money right there." That's exactly what I need out of that. That is money. Awesome comparison. It's a wonderful use of money. All right, you're probably gonna get the same use out of that same same thing. A it's a shirt. A it's a shirt. It gets the job it's, it's, done. You could say the same thing with cars. Like, are, would would you rather get you to point A to point B? There you go. Yes, but you're not gonna buy Sean's fifty dollar Toyota Camry when you can buy. Hyundai Tucson. Sure. They're very, they're very different. They both get you point A to point B, Hyundai but the way us. they get you there is way, like, it's, it, it's like, for me, my favorite beer is I, a shock top and fat You tire. can't take the okay, heat. Get on. out the kitchen. <laughs> okay. I, I hear where you're going with this, Andrew. You're saying that just because it's cheap beer and it gets you drunk does not mean it's good. But I, I kind of completely disagree with that because, you know, Natty Light was a good Oh don't, no! There's I wouldn't some actually good call cheap it a beers. Good, there is. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a good. Bush Light's just not one of them. Era for me. Whoa, 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 Bush. whoa, whoa! Are you, hang on. Are you saying that Natty Light is better than Bush Light? Oh, that's a lie. I can tell you I, that first. I am foremost. saying that there is good cheap beer out there, and for the fact of, that you can buy a 24 pack of Bush for like 16 bucks is unbeatable, and I will do that all the time. But going back, are you saying that Natty Light is better than Bush Light? They both taste like piss to me. I Fucking mean, awful. All right. <laughs> Jay is really having a field day, and I'm loving that use of these sound bits. But to to add into this, look, you know what you're getting out of Bush Light when you pay for it. I think it makes it what makes it legendary is the price point compared to how drunk yes, you're getting. I will off. completely exactly. agree. I feel like we are all agreeing on this, other than the fact that I think Bush Light is not an incredible beer. But Bush Light is so acceptable. But it, it's, it's incredible. It's acceptable, and it's good for what it is, but it still tastes like piss water at the end of the day that you're trying to get drunk with. How okay. many Bush Lights did you guys have before starting this? You guys okay? I, well, I was drinking Budweiser wish I had ago. had some, some Bush Lights before <laughs> we started this. I'd feel great right now, and I probably wouldn't be so upset about this terrible take that <laughs> we're hearing right now. So Okay, so before somebody starts throwing hands about these Bush Lights... Well, should we I go can... to Canadian beers, too? No. no. We we don't, nobody cares about Canadian beers. No. no one beers. wants Nobody Canadian asked beer. about Canadian beers. No one will ask about Canadian beers. Sorry, not to be rude. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. But we went to the Hooters again light. today. Q... 
it. We went to Hooters. Yep, there it is. <laughs> we went to Hooters today. You know, I got on usual. Wait, what did I get today? I got. <laughs> oh man, I got my boneless barbecue wings. I'm gonna give it a seven point eight. Oh, what? Give, give myself, you know, it, it got the job done. It's pretty usual with those mozzarella sticks, though. They're hitting again. Uh -oh. 8.5. Okay. Consistent. I'm going to defend the Hooters that we go to. Told me <laughs> what is going on back there? <laughs> Trying to make a point, and I got this going on in my ear, and I can't think straight. I, I'm just still so upset about the whole Natty and Bush conversation. <laughs> He's not gonna time, you, might not, you might not get more than five words out <laughs> without every time you I off talk, it's going to be Wait till you hear this clip. take. He's about to say it's awful. No, okay. What are you going to say? I'm, defend, I'm defending the Hooters. We go there every time, and we get a good meal every time, and I think it was unfair that Dylan came in and said, and, we could put, and it was on the record, that he would be able to make more money than, if, than them if we gave him two weeks or however long. Okay, so you're defending the talent? I'm defending the talent. Okay, but what is your point being? His standards here? are low. It, it's you, not as bad as what it is. And I want to defend them. They're down atrociously. They're very. They they work hard. We always have a good time when we go, and it's they're they're not ugly. They're not. <laughs> we would not be going it. there if we didn't have the free hooters. We card. wouldn't be, but that's purely because we are unpaid and we couldn't afford to go there. Nobody used the word ugly, okay? There was he, a ratings. The ratings were thrown out there, but nobody said ugly. Did he not say that whoever gave him the 7-5 rating was abysmal and wrong? Yes, and he gave them a 3. Exactly. <laughs> 3, in my book, would be ugly. Yeah, but that he didn't use the word ugly. So and Dylan's 3 is your what? 8? Dylan I think there's a wrong. certain way you need to look at this. So if you take every woman in the world and you rate them on attractiveness, hypothetically, in the middle of the road, not unattractive, not attractive, yes. would be a five. I, I completely agree with and you. And people take such offense to a five. No, I, go, I completely agree with you. And that's why I'm defending them when he says three, because they are not below average. So what would you give them? Well, they would still be below average at a three. They would be two points below average. <laughs> Average would be five. No, that's what I'm saying. Okay, but they're not. They're not below a five because they're not below average. Okay, so if they're not below them, a five, what are they? You wouldn't be What's able to give them. Okay, let's start off right now. With you your would rating. not be able to. I'm going to go to my rating. You would not be able to get a job at Hooters as a female if you did not look at least somewhat attractive because that is their marketing business and that is how they get people to come in. Oh, my God. Uh -oh. Okay. Yes or no? Rating. Okay, but just say the rating. I, I, I give him. I, I give him a six five. Fucking awful. All right. <laughs> that was perfect. Six five. That was my reaction too. I just didn't say it. I'm not really gonna get into these ratings here. I just wanted to hear what you had to say in the rating, regardless of your whole point being made there. But if that's how you feel, Andrew, that's how you. Feel. I just want. I just want to defend them because we go there every time. We have a good time. My food today, I give it an eight. Went to my classic. Very good. We went with our boss. Today, it was fun. Our server was nice. She when am I going to get to go on one of these Hooters trips? That's what I want to know. You don't come into work until come, come in at 12. We always go. I well, make sure know, we if, go. If I knew that I was going to get Hooters, then I would probably go. 12 p.m. tomorrow. Yeah, 12 so, yeah, yeah tomorrow. We are going. It's my last Sturdy day Sanchez's last day. Yeah, oh, so go every day. Ten minutes shout out. Last day. We've been talking about the last couple episodes here, but shout out Matt here. He's going to be having his last. This is actually his last podcast. I'm sad. I couldn't be more excited. Are we not famous yet? No. We're I haven't there. had Stephen A. Smith call me yet. We're getting there, okay? As soon as that happens, Matt, you'll be getting the royalties. They'll come into your bank account. Oh, I'm sure. 
They may only be like five dollars, but that's five more dollars than we've made the entire time here. Either way, Hooters lunch today, great. I'd say so. They had they had they had NHL Network on. They had the the they had NHL Network on, and I was sitting right prime row for this. It was the St. Louis Blues versus the Detroit Red Wings, in what I believe was a 2018 game, and it was great. I had a great time watching. That it. really only matters to you, though. The rest it of us. It only matters to me, but that ups my rating because that is my. And that's, that's what okay. I like. And that's okay. Yeah. I'm just looking up my know, rating today. That is a very individual idea. Well, it was a good thing you were facing the other way. Selfish. I was trying to get 10 minutes Sanchez to watch a goal and he wouldn't watch it with me. So, since. I was enjoying the conversation with our boss. We were having a great time. Shout out Scotty Mack for taking us out to lunch today. We were there with a bunch of guys. We went to Hooters. We went to Hooters. We're always going to Hooters. But anyways, since you've already said it twice, Matthew, I'd like you to kind of talk about what we're going to be punishing Dylan for. So just to back it up, actually, a second, I was kind of getting ahead of myself there. Last episode, I counted it up. Only 22 ums, boys. We're getting better. That is actually really good, in my opinion. I feel like I hear more ums in just about any podcast I've ever listened to than what we actually went with last episode. I already know I have one today. I have one as I well have today. two, I think. Matt, you have at least two, maybe three. I know, Jay, you actually had two at least. If we keep it at this, though, we're doing well. Oh, goodness. Yeah, so just keep in mind. But that being said, the um count from the last episode. Does that count as one? No, it does it? not. I think, because I think it should. No, because I'm yeah. not, I'm not I think pausing so with it. That is the literally the name of the topic. Yeah, but it's still What's the name of the now. topic? Okay, anyways, so... <laughs> Dylan led off last episode with six. It's unfortunate because six usually we'd actually in the past episodes would keep be you the best. towards the bottom. Yeah. Be the best. But other than that he, one episode. He led off with six. So Dylan's going to be punished. Matt, you had the least with three. Tell us, yes, tell sir. us about the punishment. So Dylan brought up the fact whether the boundaries for the punishment. No with, murder. That was definitely one of the boundaries since uh, we like talking about I'm not going to say it. What Andrew always talks about with his... Killing people? Yeah, that. There was a great TikTok I showed you today. Yeah, it was awful. So his punishment... Fucking awful. All right. <laughs> as, as we are in the hunt for a... Stop time. saying that, Cam. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm so sorry, out. man. I, it just keeps coming out. I don't know what to tell you. As we are all in here pursuing a sponsorship from Rain Energy... Please sponsor us, Rain. Please. Before the next whoa, whoa, whoa. podcast... I thought we already decided on Zen. I thought we already that could be it, too. That's a, that's a you one. Whatever gets you going. We need it to be sponsored. We Bush need Light is not going to sponsor us anymore. Not, right. not because of Andrew, yeah. Maybe. Budweiser. Bush Budweiser. Light, if you're listening, we will kick off Andrew if you sponsor us. Yes. <laughs> free, Give me free beer. Lifetime supply of Bush Apple would be appreciated. But, Matt, get into it, please. His punishment before the next podcast, I think he is coming back for at least one more episode. At least. He will have to shotgun, chug, whatever. Shotgun. Should we do shotgun. one or two rain energy drinks? I say I, I we say want one. him to have a heart attack. Right, okay, we can go one. We can go one. Those are a big cam. And those then his already have like 300 milligrams of caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> like just one of those, and I would probably need to be resuscitated. Plus, okay, that thing fair. has to be down his throat within like 10 seconds. So we'll, he's, we'll say chug. He's shotgunning. He's no, chugging shotgun. a rain energy drink. Shotgun. Yeah, but shotgun's going to get a little messy. We're going to probably care. have to do it in the It office. would be so much more entertaining for us for a shotgun. Sure. Okay, sure. And then his chair will be taken away from him for the whole episode, so he will be recording on the ground with his microphone. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh. While cracked out of his mind after chugging a rain energy drink. 
That'll be interesting to watch. So I'm is it, pissed gonna, I won't be able to be here. Are you convulsing on the floor? You realize <laughs> that, right? Foaming from the mouth, everything. Are we going to make him sit on the floor, or are we going to make him just stand? Ooh, you know what would be another good thing? Make sing. Mm. That would be hilarious. Too. Yeah, that'd be almost maybe one too many punishments. We got it. Yeah. The drain energy and the standing. It's, I it's feel like sales it's guy. We're enough. talking about sales guy. Yeah, we are talking about sales guy. If it was one of us, it's a different story. It's sales guy. Well, Andrew, I'm Andrew, Matt. What do you think about that? I agree, but it's the first punishment. We can stick with already a two punishment kind of thing. Unfortunately for the rest of us, the punishment is probably only going to get worse and worse. Exactly. So this is actually he's probably lucky to be the first one. He's going to start coming out with revenge. Oh, yeah. I'm just not going to talk for the rest of the podcast so I don't have to be punished later. No hockey. Yeah, no. <laughs> You're welcome. That's a win. So, Matt, I know you didn't say that there was not a lot of stuff to be talked about, but I think there's still plenty to talk about with this free agency that's been going on. Last episode, almost as soon as we got done recording and posting, that Rudy Gobert trade went viral. That was a big one, yeah. So... I just don't understand from the Timberwolves position why they give up so much value for Rudy Gobert. Gobert. Don't disrespect him. No, it's Gobert. Gobert? <laughs> but what is it? I think it was five players, five picks. Mr. COVID himself. It yeah. was a lot. It was, it was a lot. For a player that doesn't isn't the most talented offensively, yes, he's a two-time defensive player of the year. Very good. Good, good player. Very good. Top, Probably top 25 player in the league. 20 but, maybe, if you can even argue. But, yeah, they gave up a lot for him. We'll s- I don't know what the Jazz are trying to do. Is Donovan Mitchell gone too? I think, from what it seems like to me, they're going to retool around him. And I think that if that's the right move. I, I liked what the Jazz did. You're getting so much value in return. You're getting a couple good role players in Jared Vanderbilt. You got the, fir- the Timberwolves first-round pick from this year, Walker Kessler. I, it, it's great value for the Jazz. They can rebuild around Patrick Beverly, who I want to get into more. Oh, so gosh, yeah, and Patrick Beverly. I forgot. He's he was the most that. entertaining player in basketball, I think. He tweeted, I loved it. He said, always business, Wolves, thank you. Time to take another team to the playoffs. You know, throwback, though, to five years ago when he told Steph that the next five years were going to be his, and he's proceeded to get traded three times since then, and I don't think he's won a playoff series either. No, they won a playoff game, the play-in game, and they treated it like they won it. He took oh, his shirt yeah. off, celebrating, going crazy. They were they going. Won the play, they won the playing game. Hey, man, that's my Georgia boy, Ant, man. You can't. I love Ant. Oh, I love Ant. Ant but is, Patrick Beverly yeah. is goofy as hell. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, they were <laughs> celebrating after winning that playoff game like Drake was celebrating in his basement <laughs> yeah, during exactly. his basketball league. Exactly. I mean, Drake missed. Uh, how, how, how can we really look at Drake's basketball league when he had that Kentucky warm-up where he missed the three? Wide open three. And he's winning his basketball league. How terrible is that basketball league? Uh, I mean, we all know that's just a bunch of his yes men sitting in there, not guarding him really that close. Hey man, can you go? Can you just buckets. like get out of the way so I can make this layup because I can't dunk? It's like, well, hey man, they're I feel recording. Like that's how I this bet works. you he also has you know five former NBA players on his team too, and then everybody else is playing with a bunch of high school kids. Yeah, no, I mean th- that's the thing. It's Drake's a funny guy. We'll leave that at that, so we don't go too off topic here, but. Another news, not really free agency related, but I'm sure it has something to do with Kyrie and KD asking for a trade. Ben Simmons deactivated his Instagram. Matt, I know you got some words about that. 
<laughs> Why you got to say that? Because you hate Ben Simmons. I think more than the average person. And he's, I personally do not like Ben Simmons. He's probably getting so much hate on social media he had to. I don't I don't mind Ben Simmons. Did my, did my mic just get cut off? Yeah, I can't hear her either. Oh, wait, there it goes. Was that? I hope it got cut off. Nah, I can't hear. <laughs> I thought I thought I was gonna about fine. to give a bad. Okay, now point, we're back. And okay. Jay was like, "No, you've you been can there. Be quiet. Uh, so, you guys have been there the whole time." But I don't mind him. Like he he he's a terrible shooter, but he, as a bench player, I don't mind him on a he's team. He's not a bench player. He's not, though. and that's the issue. So okay, that's kind of what I think with that. But uh, back to your point with him deleting his Instagram account, I agree. Like when you get so much hate online for something that you love to do it it makes sense to me that he would deactivate it after a while because it becomes too much yeah i don't blame him i mean it probably is a lot especially because he posted on his story i think three hours before kevin durant requested a trade and said like i'm so happy here and then everyone was just clowning him for that three hours later yes star player left and he's not one player to shy away from talking about mental health and that's been a big topic over the years obviously you have guys like in the NFL, Hayden Hurst, Dak Prescott came out about it, Calvin Ridley too, Calvin Ridley. I'm going to repeat that. So maybe that has a little bit to do with it. Maybe the hate's just a little too much for him. I'm not one to bash somebody too much for deleting you know, no. social media for the right reasons. Maybe they were for the right reasons. Maybe it's just because whatever is going on I don't too much. Them. I don't think it was I don't know. serious. Yeah, probably not. But that's really about it for – the NBA. Yeah, Not you want much to, get to talk the, about the Braves and baseball. Yeah, well, last I night would, was crazy. I'm always down to talk about the Braves. Yeah, they got in a rain delay going into the fifth inning. There, Braves up six one. They kind of just stuck it out the rest of the way. Didn't really. They had a scare in the ninth inning. Will Smith allowed bases loaded with one or two outs, and uh, he got out of it just like Will Smith does. He likes to make it interesting just before he closes the door on the team. But Braves inevitably win six to three. Dansby sizzling hot still. He, he's going to be the highest-paid Brave pretty soon. Well, I'm a little worried about that coming this next free agency because you're going to have some a lot of players to pay, especially if you make another playoff run. Dansby's going to be asking for the highest price, but you're going to have some other guys you need to pay. Some decisions but are going to be made. Go get Trey made. Turner. Trey Turner? I feel like with Dansby, though, with his heart being in Atlanta, he will take a pay cut to be here. That's what they said about but Freddie. It, you, but well, we, you just, say, we just heard something about Freddie, true. did we not? Yeah, that is Here, true. We talked about that. Here's the difference, though, between him and Freddie. Dansby's still relatively young in his career. How old is Dansby? 26, 27? 27. 27. Da- 28, 27. Freddie was 32, 33. He, he wanted to stay there because he knows he's going to be retiring right, probably within yeah. the next six years or so. Dansby's, Dansby's making himself a hell of a lot of money right now. Dude, he's every. it seems like every game he's just proving he needs a big contract and here's the thing is you're gonna have to pay somebody that upper echelon level of shortstop mm-hmm. you might as well go get trey turner who's been more consistent his entire career if dansby plays like this how old for the rest turner? of his career uh they're about the same age okay. yeah, yeah. same can... age trey turner just like over the course of his career has been a better player would, would, would it would you still i mean if you were to offer trey turner and dansby swanson which one would you pay more I mean, you definitely want to try to give Dansby more for the hometown reasons, but... Well, that's why you'd give him less. I would... That's why we'd lowball, because he would take a low cut. Trey Turner mm-hmm. has better statistics over his entire career, and as much as I love Dansby, 
I'm still not entirely certain that this isn't just a hot streak that he's on because he has a tendency to get on runs like this sometimes. Well, at the gonna, beginning of the year, he he wasn't very good at the beginning of the year. He was he was playing terribly. Leading yeah, the league in but he can. Outs. I mean, he gets hot when Dansby's hot. He can he can light it up like he has for the last month. But Trey Turner has done it his whole career. I just think with Dansby, he he might not take a pay cut. But if there's any player too, I think it would be him. And when you get a player that might not be as good as a player such as Trey Turner, but at least is somewhat equivalent, it would make sense to go for that low ball and at least try before going after Trey Turner. I think you're going to be paying for this just about the same amount, though. For you both you of them. might be, but I think it, you it, are. Yeah, you might be. So but there's pay, a higher chance that he would take that cut. Yeah, I, I think there's two ways to think about it, though, because yeah, you the way you're thinking about it is he's a hometown kid. He's going to want to stay in Atlanta. Maybe he's going to be looking for less money. But there's also another way to think about it where he's saying, I grew up in Atlanta. I love Atlanta. I think I deserve more money because of that, too. That's also a good point. It, it, there's two ways to think about it. And I there think, is. I don't think either way is invalid because we just don't – we generally obviously don't know the way he's thinking about it because, well, I personally don't know him. Do y'all? No. My friend has met him, so that's about as close as I get to it. Yeah. Did just, he touch him? <laughs> What is up with you and touching people? They're famous. Well, you know. What's his contract about to be? But, anyhow, Rosario and Matzik are back to great news for the Braves. Got some reinforcements coming in. De- talks about DeGrom coming to That's BS. Atlanta. You think it's well, BS? That's, yes. what, that's your thought? That's BS. He's not going anywhere. Ah, uh, so but, but what's your thought process, though, with that? Why, why I would be that? livid. I'd just be livid if he, I don't He's, like. I saw those come out of no. I don't know where it came from. It was so random the other day. It seemed like it was completely out of left field. But what has he been with the Mets his entire career? Yep. Yeah. And how old is he? Twenty eight. Yeah, right around there. Twenty eight. I mean, These speculations always come out with any yeah, sport. Yeah, that's why I, I wasn't just, believing them. It's really. like a fantasy for some people to kind of create these ideas in their head of what could possibly happen, and they know, they don't do it. Same thing with hockey. That's what the Knicks are doing all the time: speculating and never get anyone. Yeah. And. Personally, I saw that the obviously they're gonna they're talking about him coming to Atlanta that that would be his first choice if he ends up terminating his contract. Yeah, I don't even know personally if we need him. Still another year though. That's it, a lot of money. I mean, if Soroka comes back to the way that he was before he was out for the last two years, mm-hmm. goodness gracious, that bull that that rotation is just ridiculous. Oh yeah, and I, that's the way I want to think about it. But that's a big if. We don't know. Yeah, it's, it's hard to know. But mm-hmm. think about adding him. Personally, I don't want Charlie Morton back. I don't know what the words are on the street about that, but Charlie Morton's been very shaky. Um, he had a last. He's he's been doing well recently. He yeah, well in his last two but outings, he's had some pretty good one run or last game. So I, if we could get Jacob Degrom, that is a pretty ridiculous thing to you can't say no. talk about. I mean, you have to get him. Yeah, I he'll mean, be I, back though. He's getting healthy. He'll be back in hopefully the next two weeks. Scherzer's back on the mound tonight. Yeah. Watch out. Braves are three and a half back now. The next week and a half before the All-Star break is going to be a lot of good games in the NL East. Yeah. I'm excited for that Braves-Mets matchup coming up, too, on Ju- starting on July 11th. That's about to be – I think we talked about it a couple days or a couple episodes ago. That's going to be a heck of an important series. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, gonna, that's the series of the year – or the, the season for the Braves. They have to win that series. We do now. have a couple more so, series. First half of the All-Star break. Yeah, but when you're so close right now, like you don't know where you're going to be – down the line, but right now, like if there's a series, you got to win. It's this one. It, it seems to me like it's a chance to put a dagger in the Mets. Yeah, is what it seems. Yeah, like. because there is no Sanchez. I'm sorry, there's no mental fortitude up there amongst your team. Uh, uh, you're already shaking in your boots, and we're not even in the lead of the NL East right now. So 
if if the Braves can take two in that series, or maybe if they get a sweep, that that's probably it. We need the Mets to play the Astros again because they got manhandled. They but were getting worked. Vice versa, though, if the Braves were somehow to get swept or lose that series, that's going to be a big momentum turn for the Mets. Yep. To say like, I don't hey, see a sweep happening. I, no, I don't, I don't see, see a sweep way. going for either team. But it's going to be one hell of a series. It is. They are easily the top two of the top four or five teams in baseball right now. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we'll, we'll lead that into Matt. Give us your quote-unquote locks. Okay, we've been a little rough the past few days. Don't so listen to them whatsoever. I went back to just one straight bet. One straight bet. This Wait, what, is for what, tomorrow what as well. The, what, what did you end up getting on uh, last week's episode? Oh, for 2. Oh, for 2? So yeah. what does that bring you to? Two and three. Two and three. This is like a sounds this is like, like a paper clip losing of a lock. money, as I said when this came out. My, if we had another episode before this weekend, yeah, I no, you have, I realized, no, you have to do more than one because in order for you to get a winning record on your bets, because it's your last time here, you have to do more than one. He's got okay. a point. I'm gonna pull pull something up. Where something you I have can't take no the clue. Heat, get out the kitchen. <laughs> Damn straight, Dylan. So the one I have written down tomorrow. I don't know the odds because they haven't came out yet. We're a day away. The Angels over the Marlins. Should be a good series. Good game. Both of them pretty similar records. Otani's on the mound for Angels. He's one of the most entertaining players as well against Trevor Rogers, who has almost a 6 ERA. So take the Angels over the Marlins. And I'm going to pull this one out of nowhere and go with... This is the one where you should really be wary if you take this one or not. He is pulling this out of his ass. The Rays over the Red Sox. There Fucking we go. awful. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anybody that is a fan of Matthew's betting segment and is betting his locks, <laughs> losing a bunch of money, hammer while this one. At it. The Rays over the Red Sox. The yeah. Red Sox pitcher doesn't even have a picture. A picture hasn't started a game all year. Pick, pick, picture. What? Good try. Picture. Well, my picture. Picture doesn't have a picture on ESPN. This is That's the and he's number ninety-two. Time. Who's the, number ninety-two? This is the that perfect guy. time to go into my favorite segment. Well. What is your favorite segment? Are you going to talk hockey? I'm going to talk a little bit of hockey. Okay. Season. Wait, no. Yeah, no, there's, so there's a reason there for today. To I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to do this every episode, but there's a reason for it today because uh, a pretty historical thing has happened. Well, hold on. So anybody that is a fan of Matthew's betting segment, he will be texting us his locks, and we will still report them. Oh, we're doing that? His dumbass will be gone. Yeah. We'll, oh, nice. we'll be giving out the information still. So anybody that's been betting yeah, please the his people. stuff, it'll still be there. Don't you Told worry. Me. <laughs> what? All right, that that leads us perfectly. Who was that? Go ahead and get it over with, Andrew. Okay, so pretty historical news in the NHL. The San Jose Sharks are going to have the very first African-American general manager in the NHL. Oh, man. (laughs) This is a serious topic. It's pretty cool. It creates wavelengths in a sports that's always been predominantly white. So it's nice to have some... I can't think of the word. Thank you. Diversity in the NHL. So Mike Rare played 14 seasons in the NHL starting in 1996 and will be the first one, first African-American general manager. Some more news in the NHL. Haley Wickenizer used to play. Oh, for I team. love her. Repeat that Please. last name. Haley Wickenizer. Wickenizer. Yes. Sounds Womanizer. hot. That's exactly I what have I have also met Jerry. her in person. And no, I did not touch her, Sanchez. <laughs> Thank God. Okay. You, no. She played Hold for... On. The touching thing should not be said by females. Wait, what now? <laughs> Do the what? <laughs> so, quip it. Call the police. <laughs> so, Haley Wickenizer used to play for Team Canada, was the captain of Team Canada. She's also got her doctorate. 
as well. So pretty smart person. She's being promoted to the assistant general manager for the Toronto Maple Leafs. So some some more diversity in the NHL, which is nice. And then what I'm also going to go into as well, which is just hilarious, the Stanley Cup parade. I don't know if you guys saw this. I think ESPN posted on Instagram. A player for the Colorado Avalanche defenseman named Bo Byron was celebrating off of the bus. Byron. A bike police. I saw this. Bike police thought he was a fan and tried to kick him out of his own parade and basically push him onto the other side of the fence where the fans were. That's what happened to Tyler Matzik. He's only like 21, too. Yeah, he's a super young prospect. Not prospect, he plays for them, but he's super young on the Colorado Avalanche. And so he was like, what's going on? What's going on? You can tell by the video, he's obviously confused, as I would be. I just can't believe... I'm I'm baffled by the fact that a bicycle cop wouldn't know that he was a player. So what was he wearing? Was He He was wearing wearing a jersey. jersey. Yeah, that's so... Is he American? Uh... That's actually, I'm going to count that as three in my count. That's at least, so that's he at least is, three. I believe he is Canadian, but I will. I can take a look. I, I don't know. But either way, he was wearing a Stanley Cup jersey. He was wearing the Stanley Cup official hat. Had booze. Everyone's yelling at him. Like, it, it should be pretty obvious that he's a player. That's exactly what happened to Tyler Matzik, though. He's wearing his jersey and everything. That cop tried to get him, push him off. But a story actually came out recently, and he actually met up with the cop at one of the games. Did is y'all see a, the same thing I saw? This is no. Bo Byron. This is... This is Tyler Matzik. Okay. But the same thing happened to him. Yes. He, he was off of the parade, the bus, whatever, and, yeah, police officer tried to push him aside, and he was like, dude, I'm Tyler Matzik. I... I'm a fucking god. Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> With all this fake clay stuff, you got to be careful. Yeah. yeah. Also, the Stanley Cup has taken an absolute beating. So we saw from the picture before, the team picture on the ice, that it was dented. And then previously, they went on stage where they were basically greeting the fan base of Colorado saying, whatever, you know, when you win the Stanley Cup. And it just looked, there was a meme, like it was a Simpsons character drawing a circle. And it just was not even close to a perfect circle. It was just... It just wasn't a circle. So that's what the Stanley Cup looks like right now, and it's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's pretty suitable for hockey players to... The crazy Russians. Crazy Russians. They don't don't know how to party, right? Yeah. And we actually were going to just jump into this because we already know Andrew's going to have two hockey players in this list. But I asked everybody to get together a top five favorite athletes of all time. These are everybody's personal list. Matthew, run it up. This was hard for me. I got four immediately... And then I have four more that I kind of wrote down. Honorable mentions. I haven't decided which one will be the fifth one. But for mine... Cam has a lot of honorable mentions. For mine, my favorite player of all time, idol, Mets third baseman, David Wright. He's on there. I got Kobe Bryant, Alex Ovechkin, Muggsy Bogues, and then a combo of number five of Shaq and Charles Barkley, the collab of both of them. All right. I, I like that list. I thought that was a pretty good list. I was diverse. I, I just, went. I just took. I took exception to the last one. Charles Barkley and Chuck. Yeah. Why? So are you? Is that a Charles Barkley? I mean, I just like them. He loves the NHL. This point, I love him. At Does this he? point, listening oh, to them on NBA on the TNT, NHL. they are hilarious together. They are funny on TNT. And right. I've gro- I never. I love them as broadcasters, but that's like, a point. Yeah, maybe not as the athletes. So also on there, maybe I'll put my fifth one, John Daly. Ah, That's a good one. I like that. Or, oh, this one should have made it too. Joey Chestnut. The goat? 
He just, had an unbelievable love, performance this weekend. I Did y'all see? He unbelievable. Yeah, he literally put he that destroyed every. Oh yeah, I that was that. so American. But so American. The, Fourth of July hot dog eating contest. Flu Joe game. Chestnut. When you flu see his flu game, game he had a broken about, leg. When you talk about most dominant athletes of all time, Joe Chestnut has to be in the conversation. Yes. Him, Michael Phelps, Usain Bolt, to Tom Brady. He's on unbelievable. ESPN, they compare him to Tom Brady that Joey Chestnut has 14 championships. Dude, 15 now. He's the most in unreal. any single event than anyone. I would argue Joey Chestnut is far and above Tom Brady's greatness. Oh, yeah. I don't. I, he might be the single most but dominant it's funny, athlete of all time. Because we only talk yeah. about him in this setting after Fourth of July, when he should be a it's, household name throughout the entire he's, year. He is the ultimate glizzy gobbler. It's just. It's, <laughs> oh it's my a fact. God. <laughs> you cannot deny that. Me and my friends, before the event, we went on YouTube and looked up some of his other disgusting accomplishments. I guess you could say. Yeah. Wait, why, are they, why are they disgusting? He threw sixty. Four hot dogs down his throat yeah, in that's ten not, minutes. That's, uh, are you saying disgusting in a good way or a bad way? I bad mean, way. That man, that's kind of valid. Oh, if I threw sixty-three, I was trying to eat dogs, lunch yeah. while watching that. That is called willpower. That should. It is so impressive, and I am so lunch. proud of do those, him. Do those guys go and like throw up after they're done? Well, that's what I'm I know. How I would do you feel afterwards when you, you chuck down sixty-four hot dogs? Once, no way. He Nobody threw a mid competition that many hot dogs. And I wonder. Was like, oh I yeah, wonder I feel great. How he shits afterwards? Uh, he, he, he might not. So you want to hear something <laughs> crazy? That <laughs> he has to. One of my it's friends told me this this morning. The woman's winner, who had like forty something, was half. It was half of is chestnuts married. To the guy who got second. So they're just a whole family get glizzy gobblers I wonder what there. they eat for dinner every night. Do they eat dinner all year or do they just wait for this? Well, I don't know the exact training method, but I watched a TikTok video about it. Basically, he has to eat a ton of food. You hear it here and first. It's You're hearing it here first. Killicam is competing next year because he's training. The woman's one's at 11 a.m. Imagine waking up. I wake up at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., 40 hot dogs down the throat. You definitely don't eat the rest of the day, right? Or you I can't. wouldn't even say the I next even, two I days. W- I wouldn't even want to touch food again. Yeah. Well, so what they do is they practice expanding their stomach mm-hmm. and then get to the point where their stomach can just expand. There is a science behind it. Should. Or so the locker room was talking about this morning, and they mentioned his net worth is about like two point two million dollars. No way! Just from, just from that, what's hot dogs? Wait, okay, what's the competition that's called? A, Nathan's Nathan's hot, hot dog, dog eating contest. But here's I'm to the tri- here, prize money. Here's my thing, though. I believe it is he makes um, about five hundred thousand dollars a year from what the way they were saying on the locker room. Man. That doesn't even seem like enough, though, to be doing what you're doing to your body. Well, I mean, he's obviously not going to be the healthiest person in the world. Well, like, I wonder what the average lifespan of professional eaters like that what, is. What was that Japanese guy that was also really good at it? Japanese guy? He was Japanese. I think I remember Very little him. guy. That's very little. He was a very short, tiny dude, but he was an absolute animal also. So where were the hot dogs 32 go? Big Macs in 38 minutes. That's what he did? Yes. <laughs> So Joey Wait, Chestnut, how many Big Macs? Thirty-two. <laughs> in how long? Oh Thirty-eight Lord. minutes. Oh my God, that's incredible, dude. Okay, so back to Joey Chestnut for the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. It's only a ten thousand dollar first place winning, but he makes around two hundred fifty thousand to five hundred thousand per year just from the competition. So how many is this guy doing? Uh, I, I mean, I believe he's probably only doing one to two a year. He can't no. be. He can't be because no, they, first they, place is ten bit. grand, and he makes two hundred fifty to five hundred thousand a year. Oh, 
He and it's ten grand lot. for these he has so biggest many sponsorships and well, stuff I couldn't too. Be more Probably. Wrong, oh no, he has. He definitely has sponsorships. But 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 either way, he's still ten. Gotta be doing way more. Okay, this is. Some of these are disgusting. I just looked up his world records. 141 hard-boiled eggs in eight minutes. Oh, my Lord. Eight minutes. We got 182 wings in 30 minutes. 390 shrimp wontons in eight minutes. So don't let Eight minutes? We, oh, me and my friends watched this one. 121 Twinkies in six minutes. Wow. That breading <laughs> would just get stuck in your throat and you'd it's choke. Disgusting. That's so, incredible. I'm not even, yeah. Okay, that, well, well, that's enough about Joey yeah, Chestnut. Yeah, Killy Cam, you're up. What's yeah. your top five? Because I'm baffled by Joey Chestnut and all he's able to do. Well, to start off, I got some honorable mentions. I got Acuna, Jerry Rice, Matt Ryan, Roddy White, Sammy Coates, uh, the Auburn wide receiver. This, sorry to interrupt real quick. This is favorite athletes, not how not top five best athletes. These are top five favorite athletes yes. of all time. <clears throat> Sammy Excuse Coates, me. Nick Marshall. Uh, Chipper Jones, a good one. Yeah, I'm sure everybody has him somewhere in, in top, maybe not top five, but LeBron, Kobe, Charles Barkley. But here is my actual top five. Number one, always been a big Calvin Johnson guy. Oh man, <laughs> Calvin Johnson. One. He's probably one of the main reasons I wanted to play wide receiver growing up. Also Loved his style one. play. Just go up and get it. He retired way too early, but he's my number one. Number two is Cam Newton. Now, no surprise, Auburn fan, my name's Cam. He's got to be up there on there. Number three is Trey Young. Probably my favorite athlete currently. Ice. Even though Cam's still in the league, kind of. Whatever he's, really. he's going to end up doing this next year. He's going to be into fashion shows. Number four, some of y'all may not know who this is, CJ Uzama. He actually went to my high school, played quarterback there. Then he went to Auburn, played tight end there. Then he was on the Cincinnati Bengals last year. Or who he's did? been there for like the last seven years. Went went to the Super Bowl with him. Now he just got signed the free agency deal with the Jets. Jet up. And number five, he would have been a little higher on this list, but Freddie Freeman. Swamp dog. (laughs) Swamp dog it is. He would probably be in top three, but... I like that Uzama won a lot as Mm -hmm. a Cincinnati Bengals fan. I mean, he went to my high school, and he went to Auburn. I got a big reason that the Bengals were able to go to the Super Bowl. The city rallied around him. Absolutely. Oh, and another honorable mention. Uh, Jarek McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon. Sorry. Fucking awful. All right. <laughs> so we'll go to mine after that. Fucking awful. Uh, so for me, my top five players, the first one you guys won't know, his name's Chris Letang. I know Chris Letang. You do? Bruins, right? At some Penguins. point. Penguins, same thing. Penguins. Chris Letang, my favorite NHL player of all time. Next one, I have Joe, Joe, Joe Burrows. Sorry. I like him. I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan. He brought us to a Super Bowl. So Joe Burrow's up there. Roy Halladay. I feel like... Oh, Roy Halladay's great. Roy Halladay is third. Then I go DeMar DeRozan. Oh. Ooh. Oh, Canadian. Canadian, yep. eh? Yep. yep. Toronto Raptors. Makes sense. And then Ryan Miller, all-time NHL goaltender, just got inducted to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Actually, or not, not Hockey Hall of Fame. Sorry. He just got his number... Retired in retired the Raptors. In the Raptors, dry, yes. Or, yes. Uh, is it the yeah the rafters? Yes, yeah, yeah. the Key Bank Arena, and he was the U.S. Olympic goalie for a very long time, and an idol for many NHL players. Jay, you got a list back there? See, nobody tells me about these lists. I texted still it. Just, time. just I rattle texted off it. five oh. people. Rattle off five players that come to your head right away, because chances are you'd like them anyways. I'm gonna go with Shoeless Joe Jackson. 
uh, fire, dead leg, uh, shrimp, um, Rod Laver. Wait, who? I don't know who that is. Does anybody know who any of the people I'm talking about are? I knew who. No, I know who the I first knew the two shoelace, were. Yeah, I, I was picking the most random athletes I could think of back here. I'm not gonna with, lie. With the nickname, well, give us two more. Then you're already three away. Uh, we'll go with Joe Cox. Okay. Uh, if anybody remembers Joe Cox. Yeah, I remember. Who did he play for? He played. Wasn't he? Wait, no. Hold on. He has no clue. No, I did know no his. Thing. He, knows. he played for Georgia. Georgia. He was. He was. Uh, I almost not the tech. most successful quarterback. Stetson Bennett. Uh, now that one I actually do like. He played in 2009. <laughs> I'm I'm taking an ironic approach to the favorite athletes of Brian all time. Brian Finneran. Uh, I'm gonna Hernandez. go with. Uh, sh- oh gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. No murder. I, I uh, OJ Simpson. Uh, <laughs> wow. We're gonna kill some people. I I, uh, <laughs> I don't really know how to follow those ones up, man. <laughs> How about we? How about we move on to a different segment now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so look, my music segment coming in a little late again, but we're gonna be we're gonna be all one. right with it. So, Bob is dropping a new song on Friday titled "Better Than Drugs." We'll see if it's better than Bob. Bob, B-O-B holding it down. Not so. Not, no, drugs are bad. Don't I go. also wanted to talk about. I'm majority hip hop rap guy. Listen to some country, some older rock, two thousands alternative. A little bit of everything, I'd say. But I did just listen to Glucom's album the other day. His worst album by far. I not, listened to that's it. That's not saying much. I don't much. even know he came out with a new one. Now, his worst album is not saying much, though. He's had some really good albums come out. I just think this is the worst of the three. He can be hit or miss, I feel. He, I feel like it's also a common theme amongst artists to have a very down album at some point in their career. Yeah, like Post Malone's last album was by far the worst. It was still a good album. I'll Drake. still play it. Dra- oh, well, no. What Drake put out was Horrendous. fucking awful. Right. Yeah, thank you. I was really hoping you were catching the drift there. Awful. But back to this Luke Combs album. I gave a 7.3 out of 10. Again, his worst album, but 7.5. Seven He's going right around the 7.5s. He, he hasn't done a 7.5 in forever you just may not, because we told him. You, and I guarantee you everything we just said would be a 7.5. You may including not lunch today. ever hear a 7.5 come out of my mouth again about an actual rating because of what you guys have done seven, to four, me. 7.4, But some good songs off the album. I liked doing this. Better Back When, Tomorrow Me, and Going, Going, Gone. Again, worst album so far. It's just not a bad album overall, though. I definitely can see some of the songs that I didn't really like the first time around. I'll probably listen to here and there. Sanchez I'm, is gone, gone, gone. But I think Don't our expectations me. out of Luke Holmes have just gotten a little high. Oh, uh, yeah, some. yeah. That's one way of putting it, yes. <laughs> I can't tell if that was even, a clip who or who even, you. Who even is in that clip? Who's that talking? Wish I knew. <laughs> so that we're going random stuff now. There. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm working stuff. with what I got back here. So, it's going crazy, man. So, anyways, I got to ask the question, though. This Uh-oh. is going to be a part of the segment. I'm going to try to lead, end off with a question out of every one of these music segments. So, what's y'all's favorite artist as of right now? Not what do you make time. out of we're going to defend ourselves vigorously? Wow. What? Okay. That Did you even know what that was going to say before you hit clip? Maybe. <laughs> so maybe, maybe not. I want to hear y'all's favorite artists as of right now. This isn't like all time or anything like that. But who have you been listening to the most? What's what have you guys been mostly enjoying recently? Little baby, little baby, always a go-to. Brand new whip got no keys. Always. What about you, Andrew? Cole Swindell. I got to see him live this year at Miami O. He played at Brick Street, best bar in the world. He went so. to Georgia. He went to Georgia Southern. He did go. To, he actually mentioned that during the concert. 
Love and he, he played one of his new songs there that hasn't been released yet. It's the Heads, California, Tales, Carolina. You know, that one. Having, boy. having been gone to Georgia Southern, I love how cool Swindell does rep Georgia Southern. Black guys like Oh, no, it's Heads, Carolina, Tales, California. I flipped it around. Thank you. <laughs> they, uh, Luke Bryan also went to Georgia Southern, by the way. I don't know if you guys even mm-hmm. know that because all he Southern does is talk about them. Georgia. So. Riley Green didn't go to Georgia Southern, but he actually grew up in Statesboro, which oh, is really? where Georgia Southern well, I, Yeah. Isn't it one of the album covers that Cole Swindell has? Yeah, he's Georgia wearing Southern a Georgia Southern hat. Southern hat? Yeah. yeah. I love it. He's He supports Georgia Southern, and I love that at you know, a smaller school. You, they usually go. I know he's a Georgia fan, too, but he, he likes to rep his alma mater. Jay. I think it's a great thing. Been listening to a whole lot of Cody Jenks. Uh, I have no idea who that is. Country. Um, really? Great. Great artist. Country. I really like um, country too. So good Weird. bit of James Taylor, uh, some Marvin Gaye mixed in there. <laughs> well, what was that? You don't want to know. <laughs> I I couldn't hear that. Carry on. You said it so loud that like I could hear it. I heard the it through. On. I heard that through somebody else's microphone. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I heard too. <laughs> We're gonna have to go back to the drawing board and see if that popped up in the. <laughs> Goodness. In the audio files. Goodness. What are we doing it's here? Cody, Cody, <laughs> what are we doing? Okay, I don't so know. Cody Jinx. Anybody else? Uh, well, Mar- like I said, Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. Uh, some James Taylor. I uh, big into Anderson Pack, actually. Interestingly enough. Anderson Pack. Yeah, I've heard his name being tossed around a little bit yeah. recently. Is he a more? Is he a newer audit artist? No, no, no he's, he's been old. around for a while. Yeah. Uh, okay. But I've actually been listening to his old stuff. I was a big Anderson Pack fan. You know, back in high school, probably. Five six years ago, um, but I've gotten back into it. He's country, right? No, no, okay, like, uh, no. He's R and B, hip hop, yeah. Rap. Excuse my ignorance. I you're I the song guy around name. here. I am supposed to be. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, you know, we it can't all be. Oh uh, yeah, here. yeah. That's one way of putting it. Yes, <laughs> that was actually really good. Yeah. So. Does anybody else have anything they'd like to share before we wrap this game? I don't up? think so. I, I think, think we need for Andrew's sake. We can wrap this guy up. Say my final goodbyes. Well, that's what yeah. I think we need to thank. Oh man, Ten Minute Sanchez for what he's done to help yeah. us and help me and Cam get through the day because it used to be just us in the promotions department, and then Ten Minute Sanchez came and he brightened our days. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm doing my best, Matt. We've enjoyed having you on the show, and your betting segment will live on through oh, yeah. all of us. I really better. hope it does not reach a winning <laughs> I'm record. Getting, what it, I'm getting choked up out here listening yeah, to this. Give us, <laughs> Sorry, give us yeah. a little mini speech here. What, oh, what do you got shoot, to say? Tell us about your time at 680. Tell us what you're thankful for. No, This internship has been so much fun working with you guys, getting all the Braves games, getting everyone pissed off in the office, talking about the Mets. Uh, I've en- really enjoyed meeting everyone. I just said another uh. That's another one too. Great working with all of you guys. Can this you wait? Wait, you're gonna be gone. Can you just do a bunch of that word just so no one gets punished? What word? You know the word. I don't know the word. I think you do. <laughs> okay. Um, what else do I Let's got? Let's go. That's one right there. I know. No, it's been a lot of fun. This podcast is like that was another a dream. Uh, I'm kidding. Yes. Because <laughs> I think I was in the most. And okay. You're well, not, me. not to break this here, but. If he does end up with the most ums, I hope you know we're going to figure out a way that you're going to get punished. Oh, shoot. Then those don't count. I did those for Andrew's sake. Okay. Well, continue. But yeah, it's been a great time talking sports with all you guys. It's what I do anyway. And now getting to start our own podcast was super cool. And I'm super thankful that I'm going to miss it. You can't take the heat. Get out the kitchen. I'll be calling back in shortly. Yeah, we'll get you to call in before this thing wraps up. Jay should learn about that, how to do that stuff soon. Yeah. 
that's the next step. That you is also learn how to stay off the re- recorded off clips the for more than five minutes. I, uh, you don't know how much fun it is back here. <laughs> you don't know how much fun it is. We're going to work on the uh, whole phone situation. I'll get that figured out. Hopefully by next episode. Yeah, I'll be calling in shortly. This well, thing is only going to get better and better, boys. Matthew, well, lead us out of here. Well, this was episode six of the Grind Hour. It's been a pleasure, boys. We're out. Deuces. team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners so start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only ten dollars each these bonds earn a fixed seven percent apy and there's no fees penalties or minimum balance required and they can be redeemed whenever you like you can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds go to worthybonds.com backslash save that's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win at Jim Ellis Automotive, we take pride in our family-owned and operated business. Hi, I'm Stacy Ellis, Vice President of the Jim Ellis Automotive Group. When my granddad, Jim Ellis, founded our company in 1971, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, my dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. Today, third-generation family members like myself, along with the support of more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values our company was founded on. At Jim Ellis Automotive, we try harder because we sincerely value your satisfaction. That's why we've been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of our 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, still family-owned and operated and where you can always expect the best. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com.